Hello and welcome to episode 25, season 2 of our small holding life warts and all, which um, has become less about small holding life. Well, I still live on a small holding, obviously, and there's still life on here. Um, uh, And more about flowers and things um, than I ever intended it to because... uh, um circumstances over the years everything's changed a lot we've gone from lots of horses here to no hardly any horses um into chickens uh, on a big scale and vegetables um and they that's the chicken side of it is becoming um less cost effective um because of the increase in prices of feed and uh, we also get regular fox attacks, which wipes out our stock. Um, it's a struggle, constant struggle to keep reminding people to come because we're not on the, you know, in a busy road. We're not, uh, people have to come here to get their eggs. So we have to make it, you know, worth their while by providing um, super duper eggs, which they are. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, this is how it goes on a small holding. It's... Um, you know, you try this, you change it, you do something else. Um, and then for a couple of, a few years, um, I grew tons of veg, um, a lot of which I put out for sale. And then our, a lot of our customers that used to regularly come, because those, mostly those would have been sort of customers from the village. They've moved, you know, a couple of our big sort of veg, veg um, grower, not growers, uh, buyers, uh, you know, people who bought veg, they've moved. Um I think about four or five that I can think of uh, moved on. So, um, you know, you have to be flexible. You have to change with the times and change with, you know, the way things are going. Because if you don't, um, you don't survive. So, uh, the, with that in mind, um, accidentally, to be fair, um, the, you know, the whole background is that I have gardened um, my entire married life so 40 years next year I'll be married um uh, you know with various uh you know I've gardened for a living I've gardened for pleasure I've gardened you know, vegetables um flowers fruit uh, all sorts of things so um yeah just accidentally I, I thought I'd just grew more flowers and pop them in a vase put them in the kitchen put the photos on my personal page and people are like oh they're lovely amazing um so I thought, well, okay, you know, let's have a look into this. And, it, you know, it's a thing. It's a thing, people. You know, British-grown flowers are um, up and coming, as I keep saying. Um, they've just had a very, very successful stand at Hampton Court, uh, Hampton Court Flower Festival, which um, is the it's basically it was what they call the gardener's show, that one, because, uh, you know, Chelsea's for the celebs. Um, Hampton Court is for the serious people who like gardening. Um, and they've just had a very, very successful uh, stand there. So uh, that's flowers from the farm, by the way. I should have said that. Uh, so I and, yeah, and I joined them back in uh, January, I think. But I'd done quite a bit of research from November onwards um, just to see what it all entailed, really. And it, was, it is a little bit different to, um, you know, having an ornamental garden. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been a nice journey, but I am loving it and I am absolutely loving it. Um, and all the angles that come off of it, I'm absolutely loving too. So it's a great thing. 
And I think the point I'm trying to make is, um, you know, we're, we're a small holding. We've still got the small holding side of things at the minute <clears throat> with the poultry, with the chickens and the ducks and the geese and the quail and all the other paraphernalia of animals that come because you've got the space that happens. Um, is if what I suppose I'm trying to say is if something has worked and it's no longer working, don't be afraid to let it go and go in a different direction because uh, that I think, it, you know, as far as I'm concerned, we're still a small holding. We just no longer have pigs and sheep and, uh, you know, but we do have poultry. We don't cut our own hay. We leave it standing. Um, and there are hundreds of different types. And I think what it is, is you have to find what works for you. And you have to go with your gut feeling. Um, and you have to be prepared to bend and change with, um, with your markets uh, with your customers, um, if that's what you're doing. If you're doing it entirely for yourself, it doesn't matter. Uh, but Or maybe it does matter. Maybe it does, because if you are plodding away at something and it's not really giving you any pleasure doing it, then cut it loose, because you will not have a happy life that you, that you envisaged um, on your small holding if you're just trudging through the motions, because that's what you, you decided to do, and that's what you've always done you know, and you can't see a way of not doing it. Think about it, cut it loose, because it's not going to make you happy um, to, it's going to do, it's going to have the opposite effect to what you wanted this life to be. If you keep plugging away at something that you either don't enjoy, or is not working. So that, you know, that would be my one thing. That's easier said than done. I know that. I've been there. That is easier said than done. We're still holding on to our hens and our chickens at the minute um, because I'm afraid entirely to cut them loose and just entirely move over to flowers, to be fair. Uh, you know, I'm afraid to do that. Even though we don't make a lot of money on our chickens, they do bring customers to the farm gate. That's that's the thing. That was always, like, when I had um, lots of vegetables to sell they're not going to come up here just to buy veg you know a few veg that I put out every day they're not but they will come for fresh farm eggs so they are um uh, you know they initially they were our main thing um and then they become they've become in a side hustle if you know if you know what I mean so uh, the, the flowers are taking over more and more I'm having daily inquiries um into flower in flowers and things which is brilliant because I've said before just in case you didn't know I love it <laughs> it's amazing um and if you've got space do do a cutting patch do do one because uh if it's even if it's just for you it's it's the most amazing thing just research your your ground and you know and, and, and put in what you like you know this that's what life is about doing what you like to do not what you have to do because that's what you think you've got to do it's uh we need to get away from that and um you know really go for it because uh we're only here once so you know you've got to have a good time while you're here and enjoy what you're doing and love what you're doing and you know just find all the pleasure in what you're doing because um that's the key that's the key and uh yeah so yeah so that's uh the intro for this week um 
I'm on a soapbox. I'm on a soapbox. It's been very busy this morning. Um, I've been cutting flowers uh, for a bouquet, and I've been also cutting um, lots of the little flowers that don't they don't get to their height potential. Um, and in order to keep the flowers coming, if you've got if they're the cut and come again type, you need to obviously keep cutting them. So I cut them and they will go into jam jars to go out into the shed. Now, I may not, I will put them out there and I put it on Facebook and I put it on Instagram. I might not sell them. That's not a problem because they are flowers that I was going to have to cut. Eventually, once they bloomed, I'll be deadheading them. So I'm cutting them before they get to that stage uh, and putting them out for sale for a fiver in a jam jar, you know, um, it brightens up a corner of someone's room. It makes a nice little present. You know, they're, they're also talking about side hustles. They're a side hustle to the bouquets. You know, they're, you know, I don't do just jam jars. I do bouquets and poses and things like that. And so these jam jars are the shorter flowers that are not going to go into bouquets. So you might as well use them as a side hustle somewhere. And if you sell one or two of them a week, that's a bonus. And if you don't, you haven't really lost anything. That's the way I look at it. So, yes, I've been doing that this morning. And then, of course, <clears throat> I come in and I have to uh, plug it on fate, on um, social media. I have to plug that because nobody is going to know they're there if I don't. So, yeah, plugging away on social media. I've got, um, you know, family um, chat messengers pinging off here, there and everywhere. You know, the girls, what are you up to today? Have you having a good day? so far uh we've got uh, boris the prime minister has resigned this morning so um the messenger chat is going crazy you know boris has resigned blah 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 uh i'm not going to get into politics at all <laughs> because you know that things happen and that's it um so he's gone i just hope uh, as i said to the girls for the state sake of the stability of the economy and the country that we the replacement is strong that's all i hope i you know we've had replacement prime ministers that are wishy-washy and they do absolutely no good for our economy whatsoever uh, and no doubt everything will take a, a nice crash today um <laughs> so, because that's the way it goes even the economy is fickle um there's no staying power with some people um yeah, so uh, consequently, and everything's uh, a bit manic this morning. I've come in, I had to set a reminder to remind me to go and let the ducks out because yesterday I left it a little bit late. It was only quarter past ten yesterday, but I try and get them out at quarter past nine so we can get the eggs out into the shed. Um, uh, while I'm out there, I'm thinking, right, these plants are out here for sale. Another side hustle, people. Um, you know, that y- your plants are always putting up little plantlets or seedlings somewhere. Dig them up, pop them up, put them out for sale. Um so out there I'm like yeah I need to water these and then I'm thinking I really need to water that bed out there because it's not looking too great and we're not we've not had any rain for a couple of weeks few weeks now and it's the ground's very dry uh so and I've got the and the farrier's coming um in about an hour so I'm expecting Samantha and the twins to turn up any minute now or any time soon because uh, she will go and get the horses in um for the farrier and my phone is ping ping pinging away seriously um she will go and get the horses in for the farrier and then she has to shoot off to go and uh take the twins to nursery and then they will be back again <laughs> for the Thursday afternoon session with me while Mia goes swimming uh so yeah I'm it's going to be a lot of turn and throwing today and I'm not sure how much going to get done I still have a big list to get done but um 
And really, I should stop chattering on here and go and sort some of it out, shouldn't I? That would be a plan. Good morning. It's uh, Friday morning. Um, It is half past seven and I have already been up for two and a half hours working. Yes, I have. I woke up at quarter to five and I thought, well, I might as well get up. It's daylight. I can get some watering done that give the the plants a a half a chance with this hot weather that's coming. Um, So I've been working already this morning. Uh, yesterday I did get on and get a fair bit done, even though um, you know I had things to do in between. The farrier came and did the horses' feet, and then I had to put the horses back out and fill up the buckets, scrub the buckets, fill the buckets, etc. Um, actually, trying to think what else I did in the afternoon. I did do something. I promise you, because I didn't come in until nearly half past one to sit down. So. Uh, but I honestly can't remember what it... Oh, I was reading. That's what I was doing. We had some good cloud cover yesterday, even though it's nice and warm. But um, so I was weeding the beds. And um, eventually the clouds broke up um, too much for me to stay out there. So uh, in the sun. So I came... That's when I came in about half past one. Had a sit down. Um, then cracked on for about another hour. Um and then the twins came, um, and then they went, and then we had dinner. Oh, no, I had bouquets today. had jam jars and bouquets. I'd, I'd picked a whole load of... Um, I'd cut a whole load of small flowers in the morning and um, put them in a bucket, put it online, and then uh, said that, you know, these would be available in jam jars. Had somebody come to collect one. Had somebody else come to collect a bouquet in the evening. Um, yeah, and then, um, then we had our dinner. And then uh, it was John's pool night tonight and um, Charlotte came over with Macca and she helped me outside. She did um, some watering with me and then she carried on watering while I came in to watch. Um, we got in one of the groups on an online um, summer flower festival, a uh, couple of even just a couple of hours, one hour for two evenings um, with various talks and things like that. So I watched that well. She uh, carried on doing the watering for me, which was great. Um, so, yeah, so that was, uh, took us right through till uh, nine o'clock, really, gone nine o'clock. Um, so the other thing is that, this, uh, so this morning I've been up, um, yeah, as I said, I got up early, uh, went out, so I wanted to crack on and get some more watering done because... Um, some of the things are really, some of the beds are really struggling a bit now and we've not got any rain in sight, we haven't had any rain and we're going to have really high temperatures so I figure if I can just give them a little bit of a a wetting of an early morning then uh, they'll make it through until we do get some rain. It's not ideal um, but uh, it's the way it is at the minute. Um, As I've said I need to reorganise my beds, I need to put a lot more... um, structure into the soil of of the beds some of them just been left for a couple of years few years to be fair so no wonder they're not holding (laughs) holding any moisture at all that's the big bed that's um, got asparagus that and it's just it's not holding moisture um and i need to rectify that all the other smaller beds are not doing too bad but um the things the annuals that i planted the annual flowers they um they're struggling a little bit 
like I said, you know, they are, they're annuals. They're, they're quite flimsy in nature. They're not like the perennials who put down deep roots and can um, tap into the uh, water table or anything like that. So, yeah, so this morning I was watering, um, cutting courgettes. Um, what else was I doing? Uh, just putting putting pots there, feeding anything that looks as though it's flagging a little bit, trying to um, cover. So I planted a hydrangea last week, I think it was, and um, it's flagging. So I'm going to try, in a minute, I'm going to try and, um, I'm going to go and put some shade netting over the top of it just to um, give it half a chance to uh, establish, really, I suppose. Oh, and I also... Because yes, oh, I don't know when it was. I must, I probably said this, but I found a load of um, leather jacket uh, larvae in my pots, which is unusual. Normally, you'd find them in the grass. Um, they're daddy long, daddy long legs larvae, and often uh, we will see the crows out in our field on mass digging into the grass, and that's what they're after after the larvae. For some reason, I've got them in my pots in the in the uh, cold frame area. So I said to John, "No wonder nothing um, thriving in here." So I bought some nematodes um, and I watered those into the pots uh, just to try and knock that on the head. And all of the, so what I'd done is I'd emptied all the one, the one things that weren't growing into the wheelbarrow and soon realised that every single pot of the things that weren't growing has got a leather jacket larvae in it. That's why they're not growing. So I emptied all that into the wheelbarrow, gave it a good soaking with water and then watered the nematodes into that as well because I would like to be able to reuse all that um, you know, in the compost heap, but I do need to get rid of the, le- the leather jackets first. I did think I could just put them down in the orchard for the chickens to scratch through and they would eat them. But then I would um, I would lose all that, you know, there's a barrow full of compost there, so I, I could put that back on the compost heap um, to work in with everything else and eventually put it back on the garden. And if I put it in with the chickens, it would just be scratched into the ground and lost, so... I thought, no, that's what I'll do. I'll do do it this way. So, uh, yeah, I did that last night as well. Um, nematodes, I think they're great. I, I try. I had um, vine weevil. <laughs> it's insane. Vine weevil are normally found in pots, and I found them in my big beds, big red, big raised beds out the front. Um, the leather jacket larvae are usually found in the grass, and I found them in pots. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I watered in um, for vine weevil larvae and uh, it worked a treat. It was really good. So if you're in any doubt of whether this stuff, because it's not, it's not cheap, it's expensive. It's, I think they're about 20 quid a sachet. Um, you have to put the sachet in the fridge if you're not using it straight away. You have to use the whole mixture that you make up at once. And you, and you do have to be precise with the following the instructions. But they do work. So... Um, you know there you go if if you're in doubt um they do work i can i can tell you that because now the plants i've got in the front there it affected the hookahs but now they're thriving so i know it's worked um so yeah that's what i did and then yeah got up this morning doing all that and then i was just um cutting courgettes uh, snapping snipping courgettes off and um john had just got up and uh, gone around and done the animals he said oh i just found a a baby hedgehog it's really tiny um he said it's right in the path in the way i said okay i'll come and have a look so i went and had a look tiny little hedgehog um so i thought well okay i don't know really what sort of size they should be when they're out in 
summer. Obviously, if I saw that in winter, I would take it in and look after it straight away. Um, it's the summer. But um, I quickly had a look on the um, Hedgehog page and uh, it said if it weighs under 300 grams, um, then it shouldn't be out on its own. It should it'd probably still be feeding off of its mother. So I brought it in and weighed it and it's 83 grams. And I thought, well, that's well under. Um, it also had a tick. So I, uh, I said to John, hold on to this a minute while I remove this tick from this um, little baby hedgehog. And then I thought, well, what I will do, what I've done is I have put it back where I found it and I will go back in an hour or two and see if it's still there. Because what might have happened is it's making its way back with its mum might have been somewhere in the vicinity. It's making its way back and, um, you know, John's come along to let the chickens out and it's just curled up, curled up in a ball and stayed there. That is potentially what could have happened. Or it could have got left behind, and I won't know until I go back in a couple of hours and see if it's still there. If it's not there, it's made its way home, probably, hopefully. Um, if it's still there, I'll bring it in. And um, unfortunately, our local hedgehog rescue place has closed. Um, so I will, uh, I might ring the hedgehog um, society and just see. Uh, what I need to do it might be that I don't know it might need that it might be that it needs milk feeding which case they might come and get it I'm not sure because I don't obviously have the facilities for that but if if they say well yes it's going to be fine just give it um cat biscuits and water I can do that I can look after that and I can do that and it's fine we have have a lot of hedgehogs here so um it doesn't you know it's not surprising that I found one but it's surprising that I found it out on the path well no John's found it out on the path in the middle of nowhere so uh that's that's this morning's activities already um still i was doing all that in my pajamas because <laughs> i did i thought i got up this morning i just thought i'd just whack out in my pajamas i'm on, on my third cup of coffee already um i think i've drunk that yeah so uh and uh yeah and i've got in front of me i've got um some seeds that i want to try and get in today i've done a bit of cutting back out there as well i want to, i've got some so some stocks which are uh, biannual, so I need. I want to get them planted up into a seed bed, um, so that they can get some growth on, and I can transplant them in September. I got some cornflowers. It's still. It's not too late to sell to sow some annual flowers. If you're thinking of doing a cutting patch, you can still get annuals like cornflower um, and things like that. Poppies even to. Um, so you get you'd get a sowing now. Even cosmos um, to get nice big flowers. Cosmos prefer, um, obviously they like the heat for the germination, but they prefer cooler weather to flower. So uh, that's good. Yeah, and I and I saw on Gardener's World something, I don't even know what the, I don't know what the common name is for it, but it, it's called Flumis Russelliana or something, Flumis Russelliana. And I saw it on um, Gardener's World and I thought, oh, that's an interesting, it's quite architectural. So um, it's a perennial. So uh, I've got some of those seeds as well i thought i'd give those a go could be a little bit different um yeah so and oh today yes but so at 20 to 10 i have to be in a town um about 20 minutes away to because i need i have to have a or i'm having i don't have to have it i'm having a uh, spring booster vaccination for covid um as I, I wouldn't have bothered, really, to be fair, if the numbers weren't rising 
um, drastically again and we didn't have lots of events to go to, you know, come the summer. So I, I probably, I wouldn't have bothered, I don't think. Um, but as that is happening, I will go and have this one and, uh, yeah, get that done um, just to keep safe. As I said, I have had COVID. Um, I, have, I am immunosuppressed. I have had COVID. Um, and although I felt really quite unwell, for a couple of days, um, apart from that, it was not too bad at all. So yeah, that's, uh, and that's as far as I got with my thinking today, because I think it's going to be hot, the sun's out, the sun's, I mean, that's probably why I got up this morning, because the sun was already shining, you know, at dawn, it was already a clear sky, so I thought, I better get up today. Um, So I don't know how much I'm going to get done out there, uh, by the time I come back but that's fine because I've got plenty to do indoors <laughs> absolutely stacks so yeah my day will be busy no matter what okay so I uh went off and got my um jab done today before that I went and let the ducks out remember to do that and also I'd taken the baby hedgehog back to where we found it early this morning um and I went back a couple of hours later and it's still there so I picked it up and brought it in and I emailed I couldn't get through on the phone so I emailed the British Hedgehog Society who and explained to them and uh, they gave me the telephone number of our local wildlife rescue lady she can't come because she's got covid <laughs> But she gave me all the instructions to look after it over the phone. So that's good. So luckily, um, we're a small holding. We've we've got tiny syringes. Um, We've got syringes in all sorts of types. Uh, We've got heat lamps. We've got a box. We've got straw. Uh, We've got a, a dark, quiet room, you know. So I am now looking after <laughs> baby hoglet and just praying it pulls through. Um, so I've had to make up a little solution of um, hydration um, fluid. And that's just basically salt and sugar in the right proportions in some cooled boiled water. We got teeny tiny syringes that have got like 10 mil. Um, as she said, you have to force it into the side of its mouth, which I did. And then, but when I started squeezing the liquid out, you know, uh, it did sort of readily open its mouth. Um, so I managed to give it eight mil at the minute. Uh, I'm not quite sure. I don't want to overload it. I'm not quite. I'm just going to research how often I should be giving it and how much. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, it it's, it weighs eighty nine ke- uh, grams. Eighty nine grams at the minute. I have to now feed it until it's three hundred grams. <laughs> I have to look after it. So I'm like, oh, that's another thing on the small holding. But I don't mind. I mean, I, you know, I'm happy to do that. Um, it'll be interesting and another, you know, another thing I've never done before. So, hey, I just hope and pray that it pulls through. I don't, I don't want this to be a disaster. I'm really hoping that it pulls through. Uh, I had to go and have a look to see if there were any um, other brothers and sisters around um, in case it'd been, they'd all been abandoned. I couldn't see any more, just that one. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I'm looking after a hedgehog now. I quite like that, though. That's not too bad. Um, it's hot today out. I, I've been for my jab and I'd already decided that once I had it, I was going to um, sit down for a couple of hours because I've done that every time I've had a jab. I've sat quietly because I think that's probably 
the way forward. Rather, and you know, I know people who have gone on, then gone to work, done physical activity at work, and then felt really rough. So I think I, you know, I just I don't know whether it works like that. Or not. I've had five, uh, four Pfizer's, and I've, this is a Moderna, so it's a totally different jab to me because they say it's um more effective now than uh, now I've had four Pfizer's this would be more effective at this stage so that's why I've had uh had a, we had a briefing from the doctor and she said and I'm going to check out the figures on this but she said that um all the cases in intensive care at the minute are unvaccinated people I don't know how I don't know if it is all of them but um or whether it's the vast majority uh, so whether you're pro or against, um, that's entirely up to you. For me, I'm pro. And I, I did say to John, I, re- I wouldn't have bothered having it. I think I said this in the last day. I wouldn't have bothered having it if uh, if the cases weren't on the rise and we hadn't got a lot of functions to go to this summer. Um, so, yeah, I just say I'm well as well. But actually, it's hot out. It's a good excuse for me to... Um, sit on the sofa I think I'm going to catch up with them there's a new series in case you're interested of Hugh of um, River Cottage so I'm going to catch up with that um, hopefully and uh, maybe watch tennis this afternoon but I am mostly just going to uh, relax and feed the hedgehog obviously Right, it is Monday morning, eight o'clock. I'm still sat in my pyjamas in the garden. I've been up since five. Um, I did wake up at uh, quarter past four. I thought that was a little bit early, so <laughs> I went back to sleep. Um, however, um, it's only eight o'clock and outside in the sun, it's hot. If you stand in the sun at the front, it's hot already. And there's temperatures, I just dread looking at the weather forecast at the minute because um set to get very hot, maybe even record-breaking by the end of the week for this country, which is pushing up near 40. 40 people. We're just not used to that. <laughs> not here. <laughs> not, not in the UK. Uh, and uh, consequently, no rain. So I spent two hours last night watering the garden. And then I spent time this morning and I'm going to have to do that every day just to keep things going. Um, not to get lush growth and bring them on, just to keep them alive. I've, I've got shrubs that have been in the ground um, a long time, you know, a good couple of years, few years, and they're struggling. It's, it's that dry. It's um, incredibly dry and there's no rain on the on the forecast, it's that's a job's typical, isn't it? It's gonna, uh, you know, we, we've practically used all the rainwater now that we had, so we'll be going on to Maine's water. Um, <laughs> typical in a year that where I decide I'm going to grow flowers, but hey ho, um, you know, every year I look at it and think I ought to make that front bed um, just things that can cope with the sun, like echinacea and rudbeckia um, and and things like that, but. Um, of course, I do put other things in, and then I think, oh, that's really struggling now because it's very hot. Uh, <laughs> my bad. I'll have to rearrange all that. And trouble is, we don't have a lot of shade, uh, growing shade area. That's true. Um. Anyway, so what I've been doing this weekend? Well, good news is Hilda the Hedgehog. That's her name. Uh, she's doing well. She's doing really well. She's now on to. Uh, she's off milk now. Well, I say she's off milk. She's off milk. She's on. She's now on cat wet cat food mixed with goat's milk 
um so she's enjoying that and now put her in a bigger box um like a big like you know one of those indoor rabbit cages we've got one of those um which has been used for various things over the years mostly quail and stuff like that and chicks um she's in one of those so she got a lot of room more room to move so um i did have the heat lamp on i've not bothered now with this with the temperatures as they are she's quite fine with that um so she can move about and stretch her legs and sleep wherever she wants and she's got food up one end and a um and i have to put a towel down so she can poo and wee on that and all sorts of things but anyway yes she's doing well so i'm really chuffed about that and she's mostly now um i put the food in and i um like i just let her get on with it basically especially overnight because that's when she'll be more active um so really now it's a case of waiting for her to um put on some good weight and then I can let her go and I'm thinking I'm not sure where to let her go I mean we like I said we do have hedgehog population here um which is pretty good I mean I know we've got one hedgehog that that, um, lives under our decking um we've got hedgehogs at the back because I've seen I've seen them constantly um so yeah over quite a wide area and hedgehogs are solitary so um I don't really want to put her in an area where she's going to clash with another hedgehog um but uh yeah i'm kind of thinking it would be good to have two hedgehogs living in the garden um area because i do you know i don't have a massive slug problem i mean i do get slugs but i (laughs) i saw a hedgehog the other day at night um big one eating munching on the slug outside the back door so we do get them but um i think they keep them down quite well really um yeah, so what else have I been up to? Well, uh, my theory on sitting down and resting after you had your jab, that just got blown out of the water. Um, my jab absolutely floored me on the Saturday. I mean, totally, 100% floored me. I I, I just I couldn't function at all. Um, I didn't feel ill, particularly. I didn't, you know, I didn't, I just, my, my whole body just felt like lead. I couldn't, I just couldn't move. Um, you know, I'd get up and I'd try and do a little bit and then I'd be so tired and feel so heavy that I have to go and sit down again. And I thought, I said to John, this is no good because I've got a list as long as my arm to do, but I just couldn't do it. I just physically could not do it. So, um, luckily when I woke up on the Sunday morning, I felt absolutely fine. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I must have fallen asleep four or five times during the day, which is, you know, not just not like me and then slept well at night you know it's just not not um not me at all not when I'm well anyway and um yeah so on the Sunday morning I woke up and I felt fine which was brilliant because we had um Charlotte which is my youngest daughter her baby shower uh to prepare for so we were just we we're having a baby shower here um for family uh and we were going to have afternoon tea um that's what we'd sort of planned all along so i had to get all the garden ready for a you know a nice afternoon tea session um put all the bunting out get the chairs and that all set up get and had obviously because it was going to be hot i'm lucky i've got a uv cover and then martin also brought his over because he uses one for work um to make sure there's plenty of cover 
<laughs> because it was so it was going to be set to be really hot. Um, yeah, so we had the cucumber sandwiches and egg sandwiches, and cheese sandwiches and uh, scones and cream. And I made jam first thing in the morning, just a soft set jam. Um, and then we... Uh, had also oh, a friend of my daughter's makes the most amazing cakes and brownies and blondies and she made um, gluten-free uh, brownies which were amazing as always um, that's indulged by Amy if you ever want to have a look at her cakes they are amazing um, yeah and then Shelley made a gluten-free lemon drizzle and a gluten-free Victoria sandwich which was lovely all with fresh cream um Samantha made a pavlova and it was and we had tea and um cold drinks actually <laughs> we did bake a jug of pims but nobody really wanted it it was the middle of the afternoon and everybody was driving so um it also had elderflower an elderflower uh cordial and lemonade and things like that so it was really nice. I had the little, we had the, I got my solar radio out and we had put the classic, uh, classic FM on so that we had classical music. It was just beautiful and, you know, the weather was fabulous and uh, it was just lovely all to sit in the garden, all the ladies together and um, all the girls and the ladies and just enjoy the uh, afternoon really, which is a rarity to be fair around here, just to sit and enjoy the afternoon. Meanwhile, John was indoors um, watching the tennis, looking after the twins. Uh, the oldest children, they came out to play because they could be sort of sensible and not pull all the cups and saucers off the tables and everything. But the um, the youngest ones, actually, they fell asleep in there because so, they were quite tired. So he was looking after them, watching the tennis. Um, and then well, after we'd spent a couple of hours out and we'd had the natter and done the presents and the little things that we do, um, we uh, set the paddling pool up for the kids um, and got them some ice lollies and then the youngest ones had woken up by this time so they were all playing in the paddling pool and uh, um, uh, you know some of the guests left and there was a few, there was my mum and my sister, and my niece and then um, Sam and the kids and Shelley and the kids, we were all still out here and so you know what happened next, yes, water fight. <laughs> <laughs> absolute water fight um, which is fabulous fun <laughs> to be fair not very good for the environment you know using water like that but you know I said hey it's hot John said to me I thought you'd tell them off for having the hose pipe on but I said no it was boiling hot we we're having fun it's uh you know we don't do it that often so um yeah so we had a water fight <laughs> end up absolutely drenched but it was uh brilliant fun so yeah it was great um, and then I spent two hours in the evening uh, watering right up until 10 o'clock. Um, by the time we cleared away everything and got everything sorted out, uh, I literally sat down, I think, for an hour and then um, got on and did the watering. And then this morning I was up at five o'clock watering again bits and pieces. Although it's, it's a fu- it was funny, really, because often when I'm out here at eight o'clock at night, that sun is still hot where it beaming down here um but it was a bit cooler last night um and but the sky was amazing it was um i mean i've seen lots of pictures on social media of the sky last night it was like broken clouds but each one um they were quite far apart but each one had each cloud had pink and orange glow it was amazing it was fabulous um so that was good oh yeah i saw a deer in the in the paddock yesterday morning too when i was out here early in the morning 
Um, oh, and a woodpecker. I don't know if I said that on the other thing. A woodpecker. Um, I looked out of the door. I thought, what's that on the on the lawn? Doesn't look like the usual stance of a bird. And I looked a bit closer. I thought it's a green woodpecker, which is unusual. I mean, they do come here, but they're usually in you know they're usually flying about in the tree. And I've seen them down in the hedge line because they're ground feeders. Um, but it was actually on my lawn. So it's like, oh, there's a hedgehog. Um, no, a woodpecker. So yeah, we're full of the uh, full of nature at the minute. Um, and not surprising, really, because I'm looking around thinking, well, I have left everything just to grow. Uh, you know, the weeds are great. I mean, I've got some pretty amazing six foot tall. Um, um, well, they're not dandelions, but, you know, in, in that family. Um, they're about six foot tall. Uh, thistles <laughs> and everything. So no wonder. And also I've got the cherries on the trees bringing in all the all the little birds and everything I've got. The Morello cherries, I did see a few that were ripe, but um, I just haven't had time to pick them. And then this morning, well, last night I looked down and I thought, God, they've eaten all the ones that are ripe. And the other tree has been stripped bare, though I did get manage to get some cherries off there. And I still have to make um, Josh's cherry pie, which I will do. Um, yeah, so that's basically been my weekend, a weekend of two halves, really. A weekend where I absolutely could not get anything done, not even if I wanted to. And a, week, and a day of full-on uh, manic mode but lots of fun good fun and, and nice times so that was our weekend here on the small holding um that fox we saw the other day is not we've not seen it again um i'm not saying it's not going to come back but it's definitely not i don't know the dog chased it down the thing whether it just chased it off i don't know i, I wouldn't hold my breath on that one but um we definitely don't have a fox at the minute coming round. so that's a good thing. Um, yeah, as I said, it's going to get hot, hot, hot today. And even hot. And it's supposed to be really hot overnight as well, which is going to be the worst thing. So what I try and do is leave the windows open overnight, let the cool air in, and then shut the windows and shut the curtains to try and keep the cooler air in um, during the day. That's the theory. But um, it's definitely a lot cooler in the house than it will be out here. I know that much for sure. Uh, but um yeah and, and and that's on the cards well as i said rising temperatures i think they dip wednesday and then they start rising again and they don't dip much i mean they dip to about 25 degrees and then they go they start to climb back up and the week after that doesn't look any different and certainly no rain <laughs> i'm like oh my dear um it they're calling it a heat wave so uh you know we've got a heat wave um, which we have not had actually here when we've been on this morning. And we, we've had, um, you know, a few days in a row of hot weather, but we've not had consistently high temperatures week after week in the 12 years that I've been here. So uh, this will be a first. <laughs> the grass is dying. The weed, even the weeds are dying um, because it's hot and no rain. So. So yeah, that's where we're at. at. At the minute, I've had to bring all the plants in from the front that I usually put out for sale because um, I just can't keep, cope with um, watering them out there. A lot of them are in small pots. and In fact, I might, what I might do in a minute is just pop in and get dressed and um, and pop some of those on and put them where I, with everything else. I've, I got John to bring them in last night and I'll put them with everything else where I can keep watering them. Um, where the cold frame is, I... I water that lot every day because it's in pots so it's really uh it's important to keep them uh going but yeah so um 
once my shade disappears, um, I should be going indoors as always. And uh, I won't be coming out again until late evening. And potentially I was thinking if it's going to be warm at night and the sun is hot still at sort of late evening, I might even be watering in the dark. Um, that might be that might be my option. <laughs> might be my only option. Uh, just just really to keep everything going. Um, if I didn't do it, everything surely surely would collapse. Uh, so I have to keep it going. But yeah, that's that was the weekend, and uh, we've got a week hot week ahead. It's Tuesday, uh, just ten past ten. I've just sat and had coffee and a bagel for breakfast in the garden, in my shorts, which is a rarity, I can tell you. Because although it's hot, well, it's not actually, I don't think it's too bad at the minute, it's very overcast. I mean, the air is very still and it's quite close, but it's overcast. So um, I'm not getting UV rays. Um, so I'm, I've been working outside all morning since five o'clock this morning <laughs> because I thought the sun was going to come out, but it's not at the minute. I think it's due to come out later, but at the minute it's very warm, but very overcast, which is a rarity. Um, our weather is uh, certainly <laughs> odd this year. Uh, even in the evening, it's doesn't feel as hot as it normally does I can't I just I can't work it out at all um but we are set for this uh heat wave I know it's going to dip tomorrow and then it's going to climb right back up so with that in mind I've been scouting around um trying to find um scaffold netting or debris netting uh which will act as shade netting to put over a lot of my plants because if it bangs on up to 40 degrees which they're saying it might hit on Sunday um, they're, they're, everything's going to fry um, I'm watering as uh, as much as I can I'm going to run out of water in the tanks sooner rather than later um, uh, I've been using mains at the end of the um, the garden because the and the front because the, ho the, the pumped hose doesn't you know, the pumped rainwater doesn't go that far. Um, yeah, and it's, it's something I need to seriously, seriously... I know I say this all the time, but really need to kick up our backsides and um, get sorted for the hotter weather. I've already thought I'm going to change some of the planting in my front flower beds to um, uh, things that can just tolerate the heat because when the sun comes out it's just blaringly hot out there and I've already got some shade netting over some things because they're just keeling over um, as I said uh, the veg at the minute not doing too bad I have got some shade netting over them now though because uh, not the um, the courgettes and that they're all right they're out at the minute because they've obviously got massively big leaves and um, that sort of shades out the ground but the things like the uh, the dwarf beans and the carrots um i've got shade cover on now because it, it it's come becoming a struggle <laughs> i don't mind saying it's becoming a bit of a struggle to uh keep everything going 
to be honest and it's only going to get worse and that's the thing so yes the the thing is i'm i'm thinking right i really need maybe we should get another water tank um another sort of two and a half thousand three thousand litre tank maybe even two um you know they cost quite a bit to invest in but you know what price do you put on having water availability to water um stuff for growing to eat or to sell you know i don't know really um obviously i was looking around for second-hand tanks but a lot of them have always had oil in or some sort of chemical which is not a lot good but i will keep looking i, I struck lucky with the um the the two two of them that we got they came from the olympic uh stadium for they were drinking water bowsers so um i should have had more of them they, the lady had about 20 of them i think but i think we just had two at the time and i think i should have had more than that but there you go that's uh that's how it goes um so this morning uh so yesterday um i did all my bits in the morning spent all day inside because the sun was out and managed to keep the house pretty cool although it does this thing where it sort of you know the heat builds in it by the end of the day and you can't get the heat shifted out because it's warm outside and warm inside so it sort of heats up overnight but then i do try and keep the windows open but <laughs> i said to john well we had the bear in mind we're on the ground floor we had the the sitting room windows open i said john i think i'm going to shut them there's actually no point locking the door and having the windows open is there because we're not going to hear somebody coming in through those if they decided to um the bedroom windows we had open um and I said to John, well, you know, we're going to hear, hopefully, if somebody comes in those. But then um, we could hear a, an animal noise outside. So I said, oh, no, mate, maybe I'll just shut them, put them on the latch, shut them too a little bit. Because, uh, oh, I don't know. what I don't, know, I don't want them jumping in the window either. That's the thing. Um, <laughs> can't win. So uh, basically, I close them. Then, and then when I get up, sort of like, sort of, well, if I wake up about four o'clock in the morning, open the windows because the air's nice and cool. And I came out sort of at five here and it was nice and cool. And um, I still don't think it's too hot. I don't know what the temperatures are saying, but over at uh, just the town along and the one along after that, they're on their weather forecast, they've got a smoke warning. So there's a f massive field fire somewhere. But um, And they're saying that they can smell it. I can't smell anything here. So uh, it's not coming in our direction. But the air is deadly still. Listen, you can't <laughs> you can't hear anything apart from when the aeroplane goes over. It's so still. It's um, it's eerily still, <laughs> to be honest. Um, the one good thing is obviously is that the weeds are dying because I'm not watering them. <laughs> so, um, that that's a good thing. The weeds are starting to collapse and die. Um which is great but then so is the grass in the paddocks and the grass on the lawn because i'm not watering that either because that would be a waste of water so yeah uh, um obviously having to make sure all the animals have got plenty of hydration i've put bowls out for uh bowls of water in the shade for the cats any birds the hedgehogs um anything else that comes along the fox even you know um just to make sure that some you know they've got water i'm filling up the bird bath every day so that the birds can get up there and get that yep and we've got yeah and apparently it's going to get even worse in august Whoa.
Hello, it's now um, Wednesday, half past ten. Um, I got up about quarter to five this morning. Um, came out, it's quite cool. I went actually back in and put a jacket on um, rather than just my uh, you know, short sleeve pyjama t-shirt top because it was a bit chilly. Um, which is great because it means there will have been some moisture in the air. We Indeed, we had a little bit of a few spit spots of rain yesterday and uh, could see a rainbow in the sky. So there's moisture in the air, which is um, which is great. Um, the, the sun is just trying to come out now. So that might be the end of my my bit out here today. But um, yesterday was fabulous. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm loving this weather where it's warm, um, but it's thick overcast cloud. And uh, so the sun rays are not getting through, but it's still warm. I mean, last night at half past nine at night, it was uh, 22 degrees Celsius. So uh, <laughs> that's quite warm. Um, but I, I love it. You know, I'm not averse to the heat. It's not the heat. It's the sun rays. And um, they're, they're what I can't work in. But I can work in the heat. And, uh, you know, so I did. <laughs> it was fab. I loved it. Um, great to be outside when it's nice and warm. Um, yeah, so I got bits and pieces and that done yesterday morning. Um, and then at lunchtime, um, Shelley came to pick me up and I went off with her, uh, to, um, buy some plants. Uh, in, I was in, I was sort of in a consultation, um, mode, really, I suppose, because she is, they've just redone their garden finally after, I think they've been there five years and then they did, um, renovated the house and then put an extension on and now they're finally getting around to um uh, redoing all the garden the back garden which was just you know rubble after after that sort of amount of work um and uh, her back garden is not that big um but um so she's they've sort of designed it so they've got everything they want in there and then a bit of what they need and one area that they've got uh because they don't have room for um, flower borders and she's got some raised beds um, for some veg and things that she wants to grow and an archway. I think they're going to grow a grapevine over or something. But um, so, and obviously they've got young children, so the children like to play in the garden. Um, And so one wall, one area, she's identified, she wants a living wall. Um, So we went out and uh, so she ordered the, the, the... the um, structure that you put on the wall and then we went out and um, bought lots of plants to go I think she's got something like 219 pockets um, to fill (laughs) something like that Uh, but luckily quite a lot of um, plants at the minute are on um, sale because they're sort of midway through the season and um, I think also with the heat wave that's coming the the place is kind of you know they've moved these along so we don't have to water them um, so it's ideal, really. Got good. I think yeah, he's got good uh, a good amount off of the plants that we're buying, and she wants to mix them up. So she wants a mixture of herbs, a mixture of um, I think she's gonna put some strawberries in some of them, um, some edible, you know, edible stuff, and then also um, flowers and greenery and um, you know things like that. So uh, yeah, so I went along with her to. Uh, help her choose um lots of things i also had lots of things here that i gave her um to put in so yeah so it's quite nice actually to to um i just i mean i think i always assume that people know what they what they need uh but they don't and they 
you know, and they don't, um, you know, Shelley's pretty good, and she's quite green-fingered, she can shove something in a pot and it'll grow. But um, as for conditions and, you know, how it will grow and things like that, she doesn't know, and so I'm there to say, no, that's going to get too much too big, you don't want that, or that won't grow there, because, um, for instance, she liked ferns, and she thought the ferns would look lovely, and they would, if if the wall was in the shade, but it's not, it's in, it's in the sun, so they're not going to grow there, um, they're just going to die. So, uh, yeah, so I went along, um, as, you know, just to, so she could, so, could use my knowledge and things <coughs> to uh, fill up these pockets and hopefully have a splendid um, living wall, which would be amazing, actually. Um, which is something you can do, you know, if you've got a small garden and you've got place for a, a living wall, you can grow lots of um, edibles in that Um not not uh, doesn't have to be um, flowers and things. Doesn't have to be pretty. Just need you know, functional is fine as well. So yeah, that's what I did then, and um, and then I came back um, and just sort of did the afternoon bits and pieces. The hedgehog is doing fine. I've just I've literally I've cut back her milk now and given her more sort of wet cat food. Um, and I also gave her some mealworms yesterday, some dried mealworms, so hopefully she'll like those. Um, and I'm more or less, I'm, I'm, I'm filling up her, the little bowl, and I'm just letting her get on with it to feed herself as and when, because obviously she's going to have to get used to that when she goes back out, so, but she's doing fine. I haven't weighed her again yet, which I will, I thought, um, I'll, I'll give her a weigh at the end of the week. I mean, the amount she's been eating, she must have put on some weight, hopefully, um, so yeah i'll weigh her probably at the end of the week and see see how much she's weight she's put on um and then so yeah all the evening bits and pieces i did um oh i also uh, had a phone call yesterday from one of my wholesaler suppliers for plants i say that like i'm <laughs> like i know i know them i don't i i joined uh, their thing and it's a local one and he was asking me how I, you know, it was very nice asking me how i was getting on and you know in my first year and your flowers and stuff and i said oh not too bad and he said that the bulbs and that now is time for for um buying bulbs um in bulk i'm slightly worried about how much bulk they want you to buy <laughs> i don't i don't want sort of like 500 bulbs at a time so i might give them a miss this year um i am going to ramp up my bulb order but um not so massively that i uh don't know what to do with all these bulbs when they arrive so um plus one of the uh, memberships i've got um they are organizing um the lady that runs it is organizing uh import of bulb of um tulip bulbs from holland she's going to import them so um which i know so it kind of goes against the grain a little bit but um yeah it is it's the bulbs but it's that's just tulips um because obviously tulips are like a yearly thing uh, which I talked about before. Um, the rest of the bulbs um, I am getting from UK uh, growers and um, suppliers, you know, the UK, well, not suppliers even, because you can be a UK supplier, doesn't mean to say they come from, but UK uh, produced, that's the word I'm looking for. So uh, I'm looking at things like um, uh, ranunculus, um, obviously, um, not ranunculus, um, 
Narcissi, Narciss Narcissi, and things like that, and um, uh, alliums and things. So I'm sort of trying to collate a, an order, and also mentally, I though I've got everything growing in the beds now as it is, I'm mentally trying to move it all around for spring, if you know what I mean. Where's this going to go? Where's that going to go? So um, that's what I did, and then John came home, and then we had some tea, and then I went over to my brother's because in the afternoon when the sort of i i've been trying to find shade netting and none of it is going to arrive until next monday which is going to be way too late my, my plants will have fried by then so i asked on asked them on um messenger because they're all you know they're in the building trade roofing trade specifically so they're no scaffolders and scaffold netting things like that and my brother said oh look he said i'm in kidlington at the minute and um screw fix have got one roll left do you want me to grab it I'm like yes yes grab that so basically i went over to his and picked that up um uh and you know gave him money for that so we went over there splendid sunset they have some amazing sunsets over there i mean we have some great ones here but they're on the hill so you can see all around it's amazing um because we were there um quite late um, I also watched a an online masterclass about um, f uh, using your phone to photograph flowers. Uh, learned quite a lot actually, and that was quite very useful um, to uh, really to promote your flowers a little bit better, which I really need to do, and I really need to have the time to do. But as ever, I'm escorting around <laughs> from one job to the next, like I have been this morning, because. Uh, so I was up early this morning, I came out, I got some, um, a bit of watering done, a little bit of cutting back, some feeding of the plants, um, some planting up of things that I've got that are still in pots and I'm thinking I don't want them to be in pots in this hot weather because you know they're gonna have a better chance if I can get them in in the ground like some dahlias, I still hadn't got some of the dahlias in, in the ground. Um, so I've literally, and the reason for that was because I was holding off thinking, well, I'm going to rearrange all the beds, but what I'm going to do is just going to put it all in and uh, and and deal with that when the time comes. I, I may have to dig them all up again and pot them up until we've got the bed sorted. That's fine. Um, but I thought at the minute they just need to be in the ground, really. And then, um, oh, yeah, and then I was uh, diving off to let the ducks out. Don't forget to I mean, I keep look and watch. Don't forget, let, don't forget to let ducks out and do the eggs over there. Um, and then I've got, so, and then the other thing, apart from the shade netting, the other thing I was thinking is about water conservation, um, not, you know, not just for the vegetables and the flowers and the fruit, but for the animals as well, to try and moving forward, conserve as much water as we can, Um so I've, I spoke to John and we did agree that we'd probably get another big water tank um, to join to the other two, even if we get another, I don't know, 4,000 litres. That's an extra 4,000 litres that I can use on the garden rather than from the hose pipe, from the mains, um, which would be amazing. And then we've obviously got water butts everywhere. Every, you know, every little space that a bit of water drips off of, we've got water containers um <laughs> because that's you know that's the way forward i think especially and this year we'll just probably go go to prove that that's the case um with that in mind i have a like an old um galvanized trough 
Uh, I've got we've got a few of them around to be fair that have been here um and it's next to my greenhouse on I've got one a water butt on one end and I've got this other um, galvanized trough on the other side at the other end uh, with a downpipe running into it so on each side of the greenhouse I have two separate um lots of guttering to collect at each end um but it's got no lid on it, so it it goes, you know, it'll go green and it gets mozzies in it and whatever gets in water. And also, the little ones, especially George, is drawn to it like, like a magnet, emptying it out everywhere, usually all down himself. And then when it gets dirty, green, sludgy water, and they, they you know, that's even more attractive to them. So um, I was given a spare water butt, so I thought I'll empty that out as it's nearly empty now anyway. Um, and clean that out and I'll get the other one there and I emptied it out turned it over and the amount of things that the kids have been throwing in it is <laughs> unbelievable I there was, there was you know um, plastic pots and um, hair bobbles and a, a million a ton of stones uh, and then all this sludge at the bottom so I had to clean all that off and hose all that down but yeah I'm trying to get the um get the water the other water bit up so that it's got a tap on it, so I'll have to watch it doesn't turn the tap on. But but at least he won't be covering himself in dirty, manky water all the time. And plus, when it gets like that, I mean, early in the spring it's not so bad because it's constantly being refreshed. But later on in the summer it gets horrible, and I don't really want to water the plants with that anyway. It's not the one, not the things in the greenhouse that are growing. So um, that's a good reason to sort of change that over, which is what I've been doing. And then dive indoors um, and just sort a few bits out. I also run um, a, a, an online Facebook, a, social, a, a Facebook page for Oxfordshire smallholders, um, which I set up years ago. Um, so I have to do bits of admin on there every now and again, like, you know, accepting or declining the posts or reminding people of the rules, usually. That's that's what I tend to end up doing more than anything. Um, so, yeah, do a bit of that. I've got flowers to do today. Um, I've got another bouquet to do on Friday, which is nice, but not a lot else in between. So, which will be quite good because um, I might try and just cut some flowers and have a go at taking some photographs of the flowers. Um, I've been I've feeding things today as well. I fed some of the. <laughs> this is going to sound nuts. Fed the courgettes, <laughs> which probably I don't need to, but. Um, and I don't even know why I did. They're probably going to end up with courgettes just oh, by the ton. I don't know what that was all about. Too early in the morning, that was. Um, but, yeah, while I was watering everything, I thought, oh, I'll just feed a few things. <laughs> and that was one of them. But, um, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll just get bigger courgettes. But they're all coming in, like, pretty um, fast. Um, yeah, and... Uh, also noticed a bird had got into my um, fruit cage, which means <laughs> it's probably stolen all of the uh, raspberries that were growing in there. And I did let it out now. I'll just have to go around in a minute and check that it can't get back in again. Um, otherwise, I won't have any fruit. I still haven't been over to look at the plum trees. I must go over and have a look at those and see how they're doing. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a nice. It's been nice weather for me, so I'm loving it out here. Um, uh, but the minute the sun comes out, I know that's going to be too hot and I am going to be indoors. And it looks like probably for the whole weekend at this rate. I did think straight after that, 
Um, after I finished recording that bit, I thought I'll go over and have a look at the plum trees. There are plums on every single tree, which is great. Um, and then I and walnuts on the walnut tree. And there are um, apples on the eating apple at the front again this year, which is a big tree, which hasn't had any on for a couple of years now because again this one we had we had it uh cut right back and it's taken i think that is that was the first one we had and i think that's about three or four years since we've had any apples on that three years maybe um so that'll be nice to have um those eaten apples again because they're quite nice as long as it hasn't full of grubs and things of course because i haven't put any traps on them because they weren't producing any apples <laughs> so but yeah we've got um, eating apples masses of eating apples um cooking apples this year um and eating apples on every tree that i we've got here at the minute and pears too so um yeah that i can't wait to uh i might even have to get the fruit press out this year and make apple juice which would be lovely um yeah so yeah look forward to that later on in the year don't want to rush the year by too quickly but i'll look forward to when we're harvesting those that would be amazing It's Thursday morning and uh, I just listened back to that and I thought well, there's a couple of things I need to update you on. So I weighed the hedgehog this morning um, and it now weighs 101 grams. So that's great. I think in the, initially I said it weighed 83 and then 89. Uh, it was 89 when I, when I found it. I don't know why I said 83 in the beginning. But anyway, it now weighs 101 grams. So that's brilliant. Um, it's eating well and I guess it's going to eat more quite quickly, get quite bigger quite quickly, I don't know, um, which is great news. She's, yeah, she's doing really well. Um, I barely have much interaction with her now. She, I just make sure that her food bowl is cleaned and refreshed and uh, she's got water and then I um, clean, take the clean, I've got like a towel down so when it, that's a bit mucky when she's pooped all over that I, you know, swap it for a clean one. But that's about it, really. I don't really have much interaction with her because I don't think that's a great thing. I think the more that she's just left, um, as long as she's fed, watered and cleaned, that's as much as I should be doing, I think, really. Um, because obviously she's going to have to be let go and fend for herself. So uh, that's uh, not, not too much interaction with her, though she's terribly cute. <laughs> but, but try not to have too much interaction with her and and there was something else I was gonna just update on and I can't even remember what it is now which is stupid because I've only just listened to it back to it just now um this morning I have uh was up early again um oh that's what I was going to tell you so yesterday um in the afternoon um I sat down and I put in my bulb order and I put in my seed order as well. So I now have all the bulbs and seeds on order, um, apart from the tulips, that I am going to be planting next year, um, including a few perennials that I'm going to raise from seed um, and then the annuals as well. So, yeah, so that's that one. And then this morning I've been... Um, doing the usual bits and pieces up early this morning, doing some watering, cutting some flowers for bouquet tomorrow, um, and cutting some smaller ones that are going to go in jam jars. And then, 
and then cleaning jam jars actually because people keep giving me lots and lots of jam jars which is great but um my draining board always seems to be full of jam jars and i'm always cleaning labels off of jam jars um but that's great i should have i've got getting a nice collection of them now so yeah um and then what am i doing the rest of the day well i mean I'll, I'll probably i'll let you know next week what i decide to do um basically i want to try and get have a practice at some of the photography that i learned the other night and um and probably just watch some try and watch some videos of <clears throat> different flower arrangements and things although i do think i tend to lean towards one particular way i do like other ones but i when i'm the flowers that i've gone for and the way that i collect them up i tend to seem to have a sort of a style um emerging i guess um which people like um so that's great um yeah and that's about it really for this week uh john has gone off to work today um he had a blood test last week um that came back everything was fine with his blood test just a routine one that was um but he has he's got an appointment with the doctor today although not sure what time actually physically in person to have a look at his uh um arm his elbow um so we'll see what they say about that and he's also going to give up smoking today apparently he's been a lifelong smoker since he was a teenager young teenager um he has tried before once or twice um but yes apparently today's the day <laughs> so uh, this could be an entirely different podcast next week <laughs> but i will leave you with that for now and thank you very much for listening and i'll catch you next week bye